Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Hey, Jake, I like video games. Hey, Tony, I like video games too. Well, uh, welcome to Hey, I Like That Game. show jake like what, what are we doing here well the general setup is that uh we take a game that one of us likes uh likes to play and the other one hasn't played it before and then we both play it again for the first time in a while or for the first time forever and then we sit down and we talk about it really yeah. try to like you know some in-depth hard-hitting analysis on the role of nostalgia in popular culture yeah we're this and is hard-hitting this is hard-hitting <laughs> journalism right here <laughs> we're really we're getting down to the to the really important stuff. To the um, nitty-gritty. Right. Um, so the exciting part about this episode is our first guest. So we have Mark uh, on the on the show today. We're going to be talking about Transistor. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. I like video games. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> I do. Jake, he, he Whoa, likes video games, too? I like video games, too. Yeah, that's crazy. What a, what a small world. What a I can't small speak world. for Tony because he plays shit. <laughs> well, uh, well, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you. Um, Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure. So we're going to talk about Transistor. That's this episode. Um, Transistor. Oh, I, I never the, played the, it. Never. You, uh, oh. oh, wait. No, you guys you, told me to play it, so I played yeah. it. So, we're good. so you, you played it. I, I, this, this, was my, this was my choice as a, a game for the episode. Because um, I, I like Supergiant games, like Bastion. It was like a super fun game I played uh, like years ago now, like right around when it first came out. And uh, this is their second game, the follow-up to Bastion, and it, uh, people are kind of hit and miss on this game. I actually, I really liked it when it when I first played it, but uh, I don't know. I, maybe my opinions changed a little bit. Jake, what what is this game about? Well, this game starts in medias res, sort of. Basically, you're uh, uh, playing as like a, as a woman, like a redheaded woman, uh, in a dress, and you're standing over some dude who's been stabbed by some microchip-looking buster sword. Yeah, it's just and a big, big blue sword that looks you like You pick a- up the sword, and it starts talking to you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like little, like little, like snippets of just like random things. It's like this sort of like wispy, sort of like gruff voice, like "Hey there, Red, we're kind of screwed now, aren't we?" Like yeah, stuff like, like the, that. And the story the, is delivered in one vague, gruff dialogue line at a time. Yeah, yes. um, it, it's ba- you have a talking sword. <laughs> you have a you talking, do have a talking sword. That's like really emo. <laughs> It's so emo. This game is so emo. Yes. I didn't actually think about it, but yeah, now that I mention it, it it's very dark emo. You know, this, this talking sword in you against the world, really. Yeah. It, yeah. This game has a lot of feelings, and like, I don't know if it knows how to, like, describe them to its audience. Like, it's really, it's really weird. Like, you got this, like giant usb stick that you're like you're killing enemies <laughs> with 
and it's like it's so fucking weird like uh, the combat of the game, though, so, like, that's kind of, like, the setup of the story, right? The combat of the game is, like, an action, like, a character action type fighting style, but then you can also play it turn-based with this, like, slowdown of time mechanic, and then you get, like, a, uh, a bar of time, basically, and all of your commands eat up sections of that bar, so you can kind of plot out your moves, including movement, like to the um, really, really fine detail, which is a fun way to play the game. But I don't know, guys. Like, I played it as an action game more than I played it as an RPG. Like, what, Mark, what about you? Like, what, how'd you play this game? I played a lot of it in the time mode, to be honest, the turn based mode. I find myself. Really? I, I, yeah, I found myself dying too much trying to action play it. Okay. Because um, I just. I don't know, for me, I was getting overwhelmed. I played it a lot with the limiters on, too. I tried to make it harder, so maybe oh, that was part of the issue. Really? See, like, yeah. I, yeah, I played it with the limiters, too. That's, see, completely different. So, uh, for the audience who hasn't played this yeah, game, let's, limit- just, let's describe limiters. <laughs> yeah, li- limiters are basically things that are unlocked throughout the story and as you level up that are voluntary like restrictions or impediments that you can put in the game to give you more experience per encounter. So, like, as you level up, you get, you know, uh, uh, more skills available to you. Um, your, your health and, like, attack points don't go up. It's not, like, values like D&D, but it's, like, you get more resources to play with um, to, like, yeah. equip your character. Um, yeah, it's called, it's called memory, so you can unlock more memory. So each skill costs a certain amount of memory, one, two, three, or four, and then you can unlock more memory to then enable you to have more skills and then more passive slots open and all that stuff, Right, too. exactly. So, like... Yeah. I, that's an important thing to, to, to talk about, too, is that, like, so the way this game works is that you get different abilities, like, what, what do they call them, functions? Uh, yeah, they call them functions. Yeah, functions. Yeah. Um, and each one of the functions can be slotted into, like, either an active, secondary, or passive slot, and you, you can put any of these on any slot, and they all have different things. So, like, uh, uh, one of the active functions is, like, a sprint, right? Uh, so if you use it as an active, you'll sprint. If you put it as a secondary on something, it makes it go faster. And if you use it as a passive, you get like an all-time bonus of moving more quickly or something like that. Like that's kind of how the controls right. of the game work. Right. Um, so it's a mix and match kind of hodgepodge of all these different skills. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It allows for so much different customization with how you play the game and for different combat styles. I like how I like how the combat system is worked in this, and like how the the different attributes or functions can be used. I think that's like one of the strongest parts of this game. Yeah, yeah I, I I completely agree. Go ahead. Mark. Yeah, and plus I think you have a nice variety of enemies too. So there's I don't know, ten, fifteen different types of enemies that are kind of. Uh, they come at you in different types of groups, so right. you might get one. Which doesn't sound like a lot at first, but you have to point out that this game is like four to five hours to yeah, play through it all. It's a yeah, short it's, game. It's a pretty sh- It's like one of those like indie darlings, right? Like you you play yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. You play through it like once, and you're like, okay, cool. Um, Got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you guys. The combat is the best part about this game. Like the the ability to play the game in so many different ways, the mixing and matching of all these different abilities. Like, I mean, uh, what, how many combinations would this be? Like, there oh, are a lot. um, lots. <laughs> there are two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, sixteen functions, and then I think it's four passive slots and two. 
two secondary functions per active function. Like it's it's a complicated math problem so, <laughs> to figure out. Let, but, but, <laughs> let uh, me ask you guys though. Let me ask you how how far did you get in? Because at least for me, on the second playthrough, after I started to get like higher and higher levels. Um, I actually unlocked the same skill twice, and then you can actually like start doubling up and even doing some oh, of that really? stuff too. Yeah, what? that's interesting. Yeah. So did you do like a new game plus sort of situation? So yeah, the way the game works is you kind of run through the game, and then you can restart the story, and, and the screen will pop up and it'll say, "Do you want to keep all your progress?" The enemies will respond in kind. So I said yes. So you start the same game over, you start, you pull the sword out of the dead guy again, and then you kind of move on, and then immediately you're hit with, like, this big, a much bigger wave of enemies than you would have if you had gone through playthrough one. So you kind of go through this again, and you keep all your skills, and you keep everything, and then, again, at some point, you unlock all the all the basic skills, and then you get to re-unlock, you know, a second version of them. So I actually have, like, a stun skill on top of a stun skill, so it'll double the stun effect, so it'll keep him stunned for longer. I, okay, that's I, pretty neat. I never realized that. That's yeah. that's super cool. Like that's a fun, I guess, quote unquote, fun way of extending uh, game time. But to be honest, the both times that I played this game, I played it one playthrough, um, just like the first playthrough, and then that was it. I had no want to play that game through again. I was glad I got to see all the functions, but. That was it. Like, I was done. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just give my little perspective here because... So, I, I started this game a long time ago, and I never I never finished it, right? So, when you guys asked me, hey, has anybody played Transistor? I said I had, but I obviously I wanted to finish the game. So, mm-hmm. I finished the game... So, you lied to us to get on the show pretty Exactly. <laughs> and I figured I'd just make it all up by the time I got here. <laughs> so, I, I finished the game, and I'm like, okay, so I got the ending... What the hell happened in the beginning? Because I, you know, it's months and months past, so I, I didn't remember. So I had to kind of go through that second playthrough, and that's when I realized I could start doubling up on my skills. And the combat from the second playthrough for me was so much more fun, doubling up on skills and really kind of overloading my character. Because at the end, I really felt like a badass. Like there wasn't an encounter that I couldn't just wipe, and, um, like not really get touched. Let me ask hmm. you this. Um, Knowing that like you're stronger to face regular enemies, w- did that strength carry over to the bosses? Because like the boss, the spine was like the worst boss fight encounter for me. Like I hated that boss fight. But like playing it at a stronger level, quote unquote. Like does that were you able to get through that easier? Yeah, I still had limiters on, but I I made it without losing. I guess we should talk about that too. But so yeah, when you die, when you when you die when your health meter goes to zero you don't actually die you lose access to one of your four main skills so you lose a function and everything tied to that so i basically went through that whole spine encounter without losing a function wow that's which i think is a cool way to handle like death and like respawning Mm -hmm. is because like basically your strategy is usually built around being able to use four different types of attacks correct but like when one of them gets knocked out if you die in an encounter like then you have to like sort of like reform your strategy from there and like approach from a different way and it's still like still punishing but it doesn't break Does it, the gameplay right, right. there. Like you don't stop immersion right there. Right. And you know like you said you have to like think about what you're bringing into each battle and like especially if you die once you're like okay I know what I'm experiencing now like I know what to bring. Uh, those functions that break are random. They're they're not like sequential. Yeah. So like it's not like okay 
I need this one for sure, so I'm going to put it in my fourth slot. It's like, no. At any time, you can lose any of your skills, or active skills at least. Your passives always stay. Um, but your actives and then the secondaries attached to them, like, you can just lose any of that at any time if you're not playing careful. Um, right. But I think it's super cool that that's how the game punishes you. And it gives you a lot of opportunity to, um, to come back from it, too. Because even when you lose a function it goes into like slow down so you can like you know get out escape a situation or try to like set something up right um, it gives you one last time to go into basically like the tom time pause mode yeah basically it's like difficult to kind of imagine but imagine the game like you're going around normally like real time attacking and everything enemies can move too but if you press the space bar at least on computer you like pause time and you can like plan out your moves and then it's like that scene in uh x-men where uh, Quicksilver, oh, Quicksilver. Like, goes yeah, and runs around. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Basically, like then that happens for a set amount of time, but you can't use your abilities for a little bit afterward. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good like risk reward sort of thing. Because when you pause time, you can get in multiple attacks, yeah. really strategize and get a lot of movement in. And the enemies can't do you know dick about it. But then once you're out of it, you're vulnerable for like four seconds. Yeah, and in all honesty, like you do need to strategize. Like some of these enemies are kind of tough. You know, like yeah, I. I started to There's figure, that dude who started, pounds the ground. <laughs> What'd you say? The dude who pounds the ground. I yeah, the jerks. Oh, the, the they're jerks. So yeah. yeah, they're called jerks <laughs> in the named. game. Yeah, yeah. Very fitting. Yeah. They're those <laughs> fuckers. Yeah, Just like then, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Zing. <laughs> um, wait, uh, the other enemy that I hated was the, um, like, towards the end of the game, like, in that last stage, where you're fighting the, uh, like, humans... Like the guys or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, the like men. Fire the really slow, like kill you in one hit missiles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I hated those. I hated those. Yeah, it was. Um, those guys were tough. But like, I remember one um, skirmish in particular where it has like four of them in a room, but the room is kind of like a zigzag, so you're moving from one to the next to the next. And like, oh, yeah. for, mm-hmm. for some reason, I was like on it. I was like killing it at that point. I think I had just gotten one of the functions. Which one was it? I think it was. Um, God, yeah, I forget what it was. What did called. it do? It was. Um, just, was it destructive? Like it was the one that like shoots out the little like bubbles and like it goes right at the enemy and like to, like. Oh yeah. Up. It's like the you bubbles get it, are cool. Yeah, you get it like late game. It's like a late game one. Is um, it flood? Then, like does like uh, passive da- uh, like uh, like uh, overtime damage. Overtime dot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's um, it's a Pestilence? four. It's a four. Let's see, it's a four <laughs> stock one. Which one is that? No, not not transform. I use that shit all the time though. Like making the dog. That was dope. Yeah, making the dog. I liked having your little your little companion. Mm-hmm. And then the one I really liked is um the one that lets you go stealth. Yeah. Because it helps you out of like tough situations, and you can use it when you're at like time pauses on cooldown too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good. And escape. then when you're, yeah, pop out of it and you do bonus damage. I, I like I used most of my strategy revolved around using that maliciously. You you know um the very first time I played transistor I never used that move, and this time I used it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. the the one move that I, I always use, like, through both of my playthroughs, I, I still remember, is, um, what's it called? Is it called Crush? No, Call. Spark. 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 The one yeah, where, like, like, you the, shoot like, out. shoot the little ball. Yeah, and then it, and then it, it like, explodes. it shoots the little uh, mines after it. Use that yeah. plus um, Crash to give it, like, stun. It's so fucking easy. Like, it's, oh, man. 
if you use yeah and the spark there's also one that like lets your attack bounce off like projectiles like a bunch of times two or three times yeah so if you use spark and have it bounce and have it stun you basically stun everybody like right away yeah i mean and there's so many cool ways to play this game yeah. i know it's and here's the thing i'm gonna bring it down a minute this Man, I wish, game. I wish this fucking <laughs> I, I wish this game's story made sense. I really fucking did because it doesn't. Oh god! Can it we makes, please talk about the story? It doesn't make any sense. It do, okay, so it doesn't. It doesn't. It I doesn't. want to hear what Tony thinks happened in this game. <laughs> yes. I, I have no idea. Okay, I, I, okay, I'll do my best to like go for it. Okay, so sixty seconds on the clock. <laughs> Ready. All right, so you wake up, you are red. You are an opera singer, I think, or like a pop singer. And you wake up, and the camarada, who are the bad guys, have taken your voice for some reason. Like, maybe because she's an activist, like, ooh, with some sort of political message. I don't fucking know. But you have a talking sword that is your boyfriend <laughs> that will talk to you throughout the game because you don't personally have a voice. Um... And then you chase down all the camarada, and, like, you, you kill one of them. No, you kill two of them. The first one you kill. The second two uh, just recently committed suicide, and I'm not sure why. Um, and then you find the last one, who also has a USB stick sword that you have to fight. <laughs> and then somehow you end, like you reformat the world at some point like like you reset time and space kind of i'm not really sure okay i don't what, get it i don't think that it. tony's leaving out is like the like enemies you're fighting are like these computer virus yeah. type things that are basically corrupting the world yeah the process and the the kalamata olives were thinking they could control <laughs> them to <laughs> like somehow like rewrite the world in their own image or something but then they lost the usb stick sword which apparently controlled them somehow and then they got out of control and apparently killed everybody but the thing is like you don't see any other people throughout the game other than the kalamata olives but like everybody dies through the course of it like apparently the apocalypse is going on while you're on your own personal quest yeah and you never see it yeah it's it's like it's it's end times and it like the four horsemen have came and like killed everything um, <laughs> and did you guys also notice that all of the functions are actually people and yeah. right yeah like if you go in the flavor text you like learn about their lives before they became a ball that kills people and it, half of them mysteriously vanished yeah right yeah in their bios yeah it's huh. it, it felt like okay cool idea but you're trying too hard. Like I'm never gonna like get invested in any of these characters by looking at the flavor text. I'm glad they went to do it, but like, I'm not going to that for the story of this game. You know, like, it already doesn't make sense. Reading those don't make any more sense. You know, like, what why, is this game a love story? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand. Should we talk about like the very ending? Oh, how she, a, kills, the, how she kills herself? Spoiler alert. Well, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Listen up, people. We'll tell you after we spoil it. <laughs> I guess, I guess, like, the uh, the uh, intrinsic, like, uh, uh, agreement of this show is that we're going to spoil the shit out of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, like, you're not going to listen to the show... And if this is your first episode, oops. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, the protagonist kills herself so that the sword can absorb her soul and she can be with her lover and have her voice back. Yes. Kind of. So, like, apparently the transistor 
is a sword that will download your soul to it. So that's why I keep calling <laughs> it like a USB stick because it's like it's like a hard drive that keeps people's souls in there. And apparently yeah. they could just live within the sword forever. It, yeah, okay, it all seems like really cyberpunk and computer, so I'm not convinced this isn't taking place like inside a computer and like all these people, quote unquote, yeah. are just programs. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that too. It it almost felt like the whole time you're almost in like a dream sequence or like some sort of something weird wasn't yeah, quite right because yeah. things are just kind of like springing up out of like thin air and you're like, wait a minute. But yeah. it's it's a weird it's a weird story. It's like a weird universe to take place in, and it's like if it does take place inside of a computer, why are these all humanoids? Like it doesn't. It, it, it never clicked for me. Whereas, like, Bastion, when I was playing that game, the the, the weird twist about that, and I won't spoil Bastion, like, oh, fucking play Bastion, that game's awesome. Um, but it, the twist of that game makes sense. Whereas in this game, I was just like, I still don't quite get it. I st- I'm still not seeing what you're driving at here. Um, so my take of the whole game, because, again, so I, I played the ending before going back and redoing it, so it kind of helped me kind of... Oh, so yeah, the ending... Yeah. There's like a, a light bulb went off when I'm playing the ending and you're kind of going back and retracing your steps because at, at the start of the game, everything's, it looks like, you know, a cityscape, you know, there's bright colors, there's lights, there's stores, there's doors, there's windows, there's stuff. At the end of the game, you come back through the exact same place where you started and everything is covered in this, in, you know, the process, white kind of pillars and it looks very blank and sterile and dead, really. And I think the process kind of has really taken over and controlled the city and kind of wiped it clean, really. And there's a mm-hmm. line from, you know, the ultimate bad guy who says, um, like, the city is the canvas and the transistor is the brush. And it's like, wow, so they need this transistor to kind of transform the city either into their image or kind of wipe it, clean out the process completely again. So, um, I don't know, it was, just, it was interesting that way coming back just to see it again so so is is the idea of the game then that um so this process happens over and over and over again in this endless loop and that's why when you replay the game in like new game plus you're doing it again because it's kind of like how in the matrix they're like neo you're not the first one like you are the thousandth one or like whatever whatever it is well, um, spoilers for the Matrix. Okay, <laughs> spoilers for everything. Good God! <laughs> like, good Lord. No, but like, that kind of makes sense. Like, it kind of makes sense, but yeah. it's still like. It, I didn't think it, I didn't think about it that way, but it it could be. Like, I'm not ruling it out. It kind of leaves it open for discussion, really. So, like, it, the game makes the transistor out to be this hugely important item and I still don't know what it does I still don't know what's going on with it and then the final boss battle is you're fighting the main bad guy who also has a transistor and it's like and there's like a background of like a bunch of them like there's like 20 of them out there yeah and it's like then what the fuck is going on I thought this thing was super important if there's a million of them then who gives a shit you know like grab one of those like I it, it didn't make any sense to me but I will say I love the final boss battle. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I actually really dug it. I thought it was super fun. 
I think that was interesting. Yeah, it was a cool concept because basically the boss has your same abilities where he can pause time and like make movements and whatnot. And it's kind of cool to like fight somebody who has that it's a, ability as well. It's a mirror match. You know, it's like the dark yeah, it's exactly. the dark link fight in Ocarina of Time, but like uh, with more strategy involved. Like I'll admit it, I died the first time going against Oh, him. I got my ass kicked so hard. Yeah, yeah like, he kicks your ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's tough. But, like, I died one time, and I was like, okay, I gotcha. And then I went back into that fight, like, knowing kind of what to do, and then I barely lived again, but I beat him. You know, it's that, yeah, exactly. it's, a good, yep. it's a good kind of hard. It's a good yeah. kind of hard. Um, it's not frustrating like uh, like a game like Dark Souls can be in certain uh, applications, but this is it's fun. That, that is a fun boss battle. I I will say the the other quote unquote like major boss battle is uh, the spine, and I fucking hated that boss. I think what that boss is stuff. the spine? That, yeah, that, that, that never made sense either. That was never monster, and he always makes the sword drunk. That yes. was such a weird sentence. Yes. So whenever. The spine is around your sword, who is also your boyfriend, like gets like really loopy and is like, Hey there, Red, what if we just run away together, dude? Like basically becomes Cheech and Chong and it's never explained why that happens. Yeah. Yeah. That was never that So was much never of this game clear. is just not explained. This game could should just use like like a five minute expositional dump at some point. Right. Or like a major epilogue. Or hey, maybe instead of meaningless character portraits on the flavor text of the functions you tell me what the fuck is happening in this game like just explain to me this world because it doesn't make any sense it's um, a cool world too i just want to know more about it right i mean we haven't really talked about like uh how great the the little things are in the world so like the graphics obviously are like gorgeous you know super giant games mm-hmm. makes very it's a very artsy pretty game yeah very pretty hand, almost like hand painted hand drawn everything yeah. it's it's go- it's it's enough that i could almost recommend the game just to say play just to see the art in motion and then the soundtrack is phenomenal like i don't know if great. it like this is going to start it, uh, getting into my working playlist like good music to like work to um, like solid instrumental like modern kind of good good music like it's just pretty good um, yeah yeah but yeah thoroughly so enjoyed the soundtrack yeah yeah there's a lot to like about this game but then there's a lot of a lot to not like about it like i'm still kind of undecided whether like i say hey play this game or you could skip this game i, I i'm not sure like what yeah. my recommendation is going to be about it I mean, just because of the like basically the similarity in gameplay, and because it's made by the same developer, it's impossible to not compare this to Bastion. So if somebody hadn't played a super giant uh, game game before, I would say for sure just Bastion. Like Transistor, if you like love Bastion, if it was your favorite game, play Transistor too. But yeah, I don't know. I can't. Uh, That's this a, is a tough one. This is a really tough one. So this is the toughest one so far. So I'll say this. For the first playthrough, I put it down, right, obviously. I didn't even care enough to to make it to the end of the game. But I will say I'm glad that I picked it up again and got through my second playthrough because it was so much more fun doubling up on skills and maxing my character out. And even with a bunch of limiters on, I was, you know, by the the end of the second playthrough, I was, like, untouchable. And I had found all the combinations that had worked for me, and I had a, a lot of fun with the variations of the encounters because I could use my four functions in very different ways to kind of command the battlefield. And that, for me, was really cool. But it took so long to get there through all this, you know, drudgy, monotonous, kind of dark, emo story to get there. I think it's going to be hard for some players to kind of break through that 
that wall and yeah. make it to that end game. I, I totally agree. Like there's the if you like deep, complex game systems, then that game's for you. Like if you like to experiment and like mess around with things, that game like Transistor could be for you. But like Yeah. I Jake, I, I, I 100% agree with your point of if I if I were to tell you play one super giant game like one game from them, it has Bastion. to be Bastion. It has to be Bastion. Like this game's cool, but I don't know. The story is so nonsensical. Like if the story just made a little bit more sense to me, then it would be way easier sell. You know, because I don't know what's the elevator pitch to Transistor like. We had the hardest time explaining what this game is. So, yeah. like, it's, uh, it's hard for me to yeah. to recommend it. I guess isometric uh, cyberpunk noir strategy action. <laughs> With a sword that's, like, really sad about things. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the weirdest part about this game, is that this fucking sword doesn't shut up. I can't tell you how many times I was just saying to myself... Shut up, sword. Shut up, sword. Or like, say something of value. Like, tell us more about the story. Stop like, complaining, sword. That should never be a <laughs> sentence. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to get, like, other talk. Uh, the only other... Okay. Uh, Skyward Sword. Another time I've wanted to say, what? shut up, sword. <laughs> 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 Uh, man. Oh, fuck that game. Can we can we have yeah. a side podcast? Can we have about, a brief aside? <laughs> yeah, a brief aside. <laughs> hey, people that like Zelda never play Skyward Sword. That game is so fucking awful. It's Skyward Sword broke me. I bought a Wii specifically so I could finally play Skyward Sword like a year after it came out. So disappointed. It, that game is garbage. It's so bad. Only because of the Wii. I think if it were a normal Zelda nope. game, it would have been alright, but just the Wii mote just... Oh, nope. it kills it. I, it kills it. I completely Fuck disagree. The Wii. I hate I the I completely Wii. disagree. I think that game is built on really flawed principles and, like, just not sound mechanics. Like, the fact you could, like, level up your weapons, it's like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that in my Zelda. I want a giant world with tons of things to do. and, and ton, Like, it's got to be fun to play around with. But no, they make this, like, sky world that looks really cool, but it's frustrating to fly around, and there's nothing to do in it. And then, a, a, like, an Earth realm that is just stupid. That's just dumb. God. Skyward Sword sucks! <laughs> God, that game sucks! <laughs> and it's so... And it's... It's even better that Breath of the Wild came out of that. Because that mm. game is so fucking good. Like, there will be a podcast, like, two years from now where we talk about Breath of the Wild. Like, come back to do the, hey, I like that game. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my spot in. I'm gonna claim my spot now. You wanna get it? You wanna get it? Okay. Well, I mean, it'll be fine. I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. I don't have a Wii U. I don't like really plan on getting the Switch until they get, you know, at least one other good game. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So in about two years from now, when there's actually a library of games that Nintendo has for their new console, right? Fucking come back. I. All right. There we go. I I have to stop. I have to stop. (laughs) I was about to, I was about to spoil something else in Breath of the Wild, and then another thing. <laughs> okay, quick question about Transistor. Okay. So at the end of the game, is everybody dead? Like, everybody. Literally? She like the way that I. Interpreted, That's very unclear. Yeah. The way that I interpreted it was that like she has become like the new god, and like her choice 
is to, instead of reshaping the entire world, she chooses to kill herself. Which is problematic. <laughs> to say the least. I don't know, if anything, because, like... But then they wouldn't she, have all those cool art shots of them together at the end. Right, like, yeah, like, she kills herself, and there's, like, a little, like, photo reel of her and her yeah. dead sword boyfriend. Her sword boyfriend. And the, Talk to sword boyfriend. At the, then the end end, it's like, okay, now they're both inside the sword, and they can, you know, talk and be with each other and whatnot. And it's just, like, I don't know if we should be showing, like, a suicide as the happy ending. That seems a little, um... Not okay. <laughs> it's it's really odd, but it's really odd, and it comes out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. Like it, like I thought the ending was gonna go that she restores the world to what it once was, because that's, that's what they set up. Yeah. Yeah, but no, she just kills herself instead. Like it's but, super fucking weird. So there's there's little snippets and like little itty bitty crumbs of evidence of like other people in the world. But mm-hmm. you never see any of them, right, throughout the game. Yeah. yeah. You just see the bad guy. So, you know, maybe she could rebuild the city, but, like, how do you get all the people? Like, she can't just – I don't think she can create people out of the transistor. There's, like, four lines of dialogue where the sword's like, hey, Red, we're going to get my body back, and I'm going to be just okay. And then, like, ten minutes later, with no reason whatsoever, the sword's like, yeah, it looks like we're not going to be able to get my body back. Sorry. It's like, what? It's just like, wait, excuse me? When was this, like, brought up and when was this dropped? What are we trying to do right now? Yeah, I never understood what I was supposed to be doing. Hey, can we also talk about how there is a button just for humming? There is a hum button yes, in this game. Yes, there is a hum button. <laughs> there is yes. a hum button. You press And a twirl button. your sword around. What's that? Yeah, yeah, like a flourish button. Yeah. <laughs> Hum okay, and how flourish. can you hum if you can't talk? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. How mute are you, Red? Yeah, I don't... <sighs> okay. I think I gotta say... We've pat. talked, like, not <laughs> a whole lot about the gameplay. We've just been talking about how dumb and convoluted and inconsequential the story is in this game. I think I think what this like th- this episode has turned into is that like okay, we either rant about how much we love the gameplay <laughs> system or we shit on it because it just the story makes no sense. Like, that's what what it like so, if you care about story at all, skip this game. <laughs> yeah, I think for me what was really missing in the story was motivation, right? I don't know really Red's motivation. I don't know why the Camarada were after her in the beginning, and I don't know what their end goal motives uh, were when using this process thing yeah. that got out of control. Like, I don't know if they wanted power, if they wanted to wipe the slate clean, you know, yeah, just like, the city and not kill everyone. Like, I don't know. Did they Was what, this, like, a, a villain that, if you look from a certain perspective, is actually a hero? Is that, like, kind of what it is? Like, I don't, I don't know what their motivation is, you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's tough to kind of decipher that, but so you don't get yeah you don't get any meaning behind it. Like it, right? The gameplay only takes you so far if you just don't care about what you're doing and why. Yeah. Um, Could, can I, I take off? like two minutes to talk about my end game build because I'm really proud of it? Yeah, go ahead. Biting my tongue the whole time. Like I want to talk about how sweet I was. Oh my god. So there's a there's a skill called Void, and what it does is it shrinks and weakens your enemies, and you can stack up to three times. So my endgame build, I actually had Void that bounced a bunch of times, and I doubled it up, so it actually stacked. So I'd hit 
um, a bunch of voids everywhere, and basically the whole battlefield would get weak. And then I doubled up on Cull, which is this massive um, close-range explosion where you just you do this massive uppercut with this USB sword, and it just pretty much blows up everything. <laughs> so if you double that up, and there's another function called load, which basically expand, expands the blast radius. So I basically just weakened this entire field, and I blasted everything. And then for my third function, I had a skill called get, which is basically like it'll shoot um, a projectile forward, and it'll actually drag enemies to you. And I actually had that synced up oh. with a game with a function called switch, which actually the bad guy then becomes a friendly for like six seconds. Ooh. So I would blow up everything. If if there's anything left alive that was coming at me, I would pull it and switch it. And then that would kind of go out and seek out and kind of like protect me while my thing was on cooldown. And then I had the invisibility as an as a last ditch escape. So if, for whatever reason I was running around, I could always pop my invisibility and wait for um, my action bar to, to cool down. And that's it was so good. That's a really dope combo. Oh, so good. It's like tragic that like such a cool like thought process of strategy that worked out so well is wasted on a game like this. <laughs> it took me so long to get to that build too because I was really messing around. I was trying to do a lot of different combinations because there's like different combos you can do, like different skills will play off each other and add yeah. extra damage or extra um, abilities. But when I landed on just doubling up on those skills, I knew exactly which ones I wanted to try first and it ended up working out and I never looked back. I was kind of like what I ran with this whole second half of the second playthrough. So like, I, I we might have mentioned it before, but like it's 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 good to mention again that this game like I had never even thought to use that build you were talking about, Mark. Never once occurred to me to do that. Like mine was completely different yet super effective as well. But like it does require to think out everything. You know, like yes. you can't just you can't just throw random skills in there and just oh, it's totally gonna work. It's like, no, you have to kind of plot stuff out. You got to think about the combo. What? Um, well, you played more as an action style, so what did you have? Because I'm so curious. So I use... Okay. It sounds like we were very different. Yeah, so I used Spark. I used... Um, what was it? Uh, obst- not, was it Obstruction? No. I don't remember which one it is. It's one of the last ones in the game. Like I could point it to you on the screen but I did, it's like a circle it's like a turquoise circle I forget what that one's called um, is it the one that like gives you lifesteal or yes okay so, the lifesteal one. Oh, and purge I use a lot of purge too and that's the one that uh, that does the uh, damage over time damage over time yeah 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 so I'd send out like giant orbs of that and then I would use I always use, I had the dash that was a jaunt um, just to like get around super fast so yep. like I would use jaunt spark the, the Purge, and then... I don't remember what the other one was. Um, maybe it wasn't Crash. No, Help. I always had... I liked being able oh, to... Oh, the dog. Summon. I liked having the, the familiar. Um, I used puppy. I used to run Help with a, a secondary, a Switch. So he would go out and bite people, and then he would turn them, 
So then they would fight a bunch of other people. Oh, so yeah. I had them. I, I had a ton of stuff going on with that. Did you also know that when you do the like slow down time thing, you can use it on the dog as well? You can plot. Yeah. You can plot out his movement and stuff. I thought that, like I just figured that out on this playthrough. I never knew that was a thing before. I did not know that was a thing either. That changes everything. Dude, it's <laughs> fucking. Because then you get two bars to mess with, yeah. and you can like you can strategize a lot. That. Like, I hardly ever used it, but when it got like things started to get a little bit hairy, and I wanted to slow it down. Having two bars to work with, oh man, so good. Yeah, I could see that. So much fun. I think this is gonna be the first episode where I just I, I, I I'm just gonna say I like that game I, I like it but like I don't love it so I don't know what to recommend. Yes. Maybe play it. Play it. Yeah. Maybe. If you like being confused, <laughs> boy howdy. <laughs> if you looked at Cloud's Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII, and you thought you know what that's missing the ability to speak. <laughs> And absorb everyone's soul. <laughs> hey, do you want a whiny voice in your sword? Well. I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to, yeah. And like, I drunk. don't want to get just drunk whenever there's a giant monster nearby. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just, like, unilaterally say don't play this game. But I'm trying to think of, like, the very specific situations in which I would recommend it to somebody. For free? Yeah. <laughs> you get that game. It was on PlayStation Plus. Like it was for free on PlayStation Plus, and that's yeah, when I got it for it. free. And you that's... have it like four or five hours just to kind of go through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put it on your Steam wish list and you see it's down to like two dollars, I think that's the threshold. Yeah, I think two bucks is the appropriate amount of money to pay for this game. <laughs> two to five, anywhere from two. But to it's five. not like bad. It's, it's like not hard bad. to like say this because it's not like a bad game. It's no, just, it's, it's not. There's just so many I've, other games. Like, I would recommend FTL over this game a thousand times over. Because they're both infinitely replayable games, right? But FTL is such a more, like, focused, like, like there is no narrative. The narrative, you create in your own head, you know? Whereas this one, crass a narrative, that makes zero sense. That's just fucking, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. Five bucks on Amazon. Five bucks. <laughs> Stamped it. I would say that's fair. Um, I think that's a show. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us on the episode, pal. Yo, guys, this is a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I, I actually did enjoy replaying it and picking it up again, but you, I also you... got it for free, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are welcome back anytime, my friend. Sweet. Um, if you have questions or recommendations for any of our uh, any of our shows, you can email us at heyilikethatgame at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at ilikethatgame. Do you, did you ever play Uncharted 2? I have played Uncharted <laughs> wait, 2. Wait, wait, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Let's do this again. I love this game. I, it's just, it's, ugh. Maybe, maybe it's an issue... I, it's an issue that I played on the PlayStation 3 version because that in the HD remastered they fix like the crazy dead glossy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, don't play this game. The eyes look weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Bad eyes, no game. I don't know. I can't I can't get behind Nathan Drake. I'm not like endeared by him at all. 
he's he's the a best genocidal he's maniac. So he's quips what? after he snaps he's, eight necks in a row. He's Han so Solo and um, he's, he's Harrison Ford. He's Han Harrison. Solo. Yeah, that's what I meant. He's Han yeah. Solo and Indiana Jones that's combined it. into yep, one. So it. he is actually. That's where I was going. Yeah. He's Han Solo if Han Solo was an insufferable douchebag. Nope, nope, nope. Nate nope. is charming as shit. I love Nate. Um, wait, have we gotten any like feedback from like fans or anything? Has, has anything came in? I don't think so. I need to. So you need I a mailbag. I need to like. I need to start tweeting. I need to make our Twitter more active. Dude, mailbag. Check check it mailbag. out. See if we got anything. Mailbag, mailbag it up. Mailbag. All right, let's go to Gmail. We need like a. You need like a silly drop for the mailbag. Ooh, it's mail time. We want to see who's talking to us right now. Womp. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it. I think we nailed it. Guys, one take. One take. <laughs> one take. Okay. Oh, this is from uh, Fred Williams. Hey, Fred. He says, hey, guys. Love the show. Video games rocks. You guys should really play Gunstar Heroes for the Genesis. That game is totes amazeballs. P.S. That Tony guy sounds way cooler and more attractive than gay. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I also hear Jake sucks at hots. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's an oddly specific mm. email. <laughs> that's a very specific email. <laughs> I wonder who possibly could have sent that. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't me. Um. Well, Fred Williams, <laughs> a.k.a. KirbyBro420 at gmail.com, <laughs> I believe our next game uh, is going to be Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar. Uh, it's one, uh, one, one Tony likes to play. I love this game. So, KirbyBro420, thank you, buddy. <laughs> this game is going to be great. So good. A, a Sega Genesis classic. It's a stupid alias, Tony. That I thought <laughs> I was cracking myself up so hard this morning doing this. This looks fun. Looks like Contra and Mega Man morphed and had a kid and they pooped out Gunstar Heroes. It's such a good game. It is such a good game. Well, I'll have to I'll have to give it a little playthrough, and uh, we can talk about it next time. Next time on um, Hey, I like, hey, that, I like game. that game. Piccolo kills Yamcha <laughs> because he's a bitch. Yo, can we just hold on, hold on? I know I'm a guest, but I was up late at like whatever Saturday night, and there's this tsunami. There's now like this supercharged DBZ, whatever something, and Goku. oh, it's Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, Goku's like a yeah. god now or something, and. It's just yeah, like, he's, what is going on? He's he has a, pink hair. <laughs> well, he's got blue hair, too. Blue Super Saiyan God Blue is a level, too. So there's Super Saiyan God, and then Super Saiyan God Blue. Whoa. And you get blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to have rainbow hair? That's what I want to know. They're getting close because the last main enemy... Like, I haven't watched any of the episodes. I've just been, like, kind of following as Reddit, like, watches the episodes. <laughs> um, but, uh... There's a guy who has pink hair now. He's Super Saiyan mm-hmm. Rose. So, <laughs> so fucking stupid. I love Dragon so Ball dumb. Z, don't get me wrong, but it is but getting that so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z was great it's... from episode one to the end of the Cell Saga. Like, the Cell Saga, the Cell Games was the best, best way to end that series, and then, no, it's, boo happens. And that's, boo. Oh, God, <laughs> boo is so Boo. <laughs> Uh, see, I like the androids. Androids are great. Um, fuck Boo. 
Yeah, because like Boo's just magic. Like he's just a magic character that like strength. Like the the normal strength doesn't work anymore because but I say normal strength. Like, <laughs> like fucking Dragon Ball Z's normal shooting fucking laser beams out of their hands. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna stop recording now. <laughs> Mission complete! That'll be all.